Welcome to Honestly Planted, a place where we discuss health and wellness topics, lifestyle topics, and anything else that comes up. I'm Cassandra, your host, an aromatherapist, a yoga instructor, a wife, a dog mom, and a knowledge enthusiast. Join me as we explore all things Honestly Planted. of the podcast, I would like to talk about change, but not maybe in the traditional sense of the word. Um, I'm going to give start off by giving an example. So yesterday, um, my husband and I decided that we were going to change things up in our house. And it all started with this idea that I had for my Christmas gift. <laughs> Every year, as we get older, my husband and I don't give each other traditional Christmas gifts. Um, we have found that as you get older, you tend to just buy whatever you want, whatever you need. So it's very hard to give people gifts as you get older and it's harder to receive gifts, right? People are asking, what do you want, this and that. And most of the time, my answer is always, I have no idea. Um, so you're either putting off something you want to buy so someone else can buy it for you. And it's this continuous cycle of buy, 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 right? This consumerism. And so my husband and I, we have stopped doing that. Instead, we try to find activities or projects or things we want to do together. So for Christmas this year, I asked if we could build a new fireplace for our living room. So, I don't know, a few years ago, three years ago, four years ago now, we built a fireplace, a, like a fake fireplace for our living room. And it's just one of those um, like electric heaters. And it has, it looks like a fireplace like insert and it has the fake flames and the whole bit. And so we made a little fake fireplace. It's totally detachable from the wall. It comes off, the base comes off, the whole bit. And as we've grown into our home and we've changed spaces up and we've matured in our tastes, um, the fireplace in the living room just doesn't look like it fits. When you walk in, we have nicer furniture now and, you know, different things that really fit the style of our home. And so it's, I felt it was time to redo this fireplace. And so I asked him, I was like, for Christmas, that's what I want. I want us to build this fireplace together. And he was like, that's great. Perfect. So we started planning it, doing all that. And while we're doing that, I said, well, what do you want for Christmas? Cause this is what I want. What do you want? And there is actually something that he wants. And he said, of course, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm still getting over some sort of weird cold I've had, but anyways, so I remembered him mentioning that he wanted to get a keyboard and so I said to him, I said, well, what about getting the keyboard? He used to play the piano quite a bit and he used to play the bass and he was very musical. And since getting together and moving from home to home and now having a house and all this, he has sold off a lot of those things. Like he no longer has his bass and we've never had a piano and there's no room in our house to put a piano. Um, it would take up a significant amount of space if we put one literally anywhere in our house. It just would not fit. And so he's been looking at these keyboards. And so I was like, well, what if 
you get the keyboard. Like just get the one you want and I, my present to you will be figuring out where to put this keyboard. And he was like, well, that could be a good idea. And I could tell he wasn't super enthusiastic about the idea. He knows our house, he knows our layout. He is an architect. Um, so he has a very good sense of our house, how things work. And I could just tell he was like, okay, you can say that, but there's, there is no place for us to put a keyboard. And so I'd been thinking and thinking and, you know, wandering around the house, kind of figuring out like, what could we do? And the pandemic has happened. So he works from home a lot of the times now. And so in order to make that work, we got him a desk in the corner of my office. And so now we're sharing this office and we're finding that he gets a lot of work done because he has to. I own my own business. So I tend to be doing my work when he's off work. So we're not really hanging out because we're working at separate times because it's weird to be in the same office and doing things like this, recording a podcast with somebody else in the room, click clicking away on a keyboard. And it's just been this weird dynamic that we've made work, but it's not ideal in any sense of the word. And then in our house, we have a yoga room. So we have this room that is completely dedicated for me to practice yoga. I do a lot of filming in this room. Um, I do Zoom class teaching in this room. And then I also have this big greenhouse. And so this greenhouse, now that I've been able to safely <laughs> see clients in person now and transition from teaching corporate yoga and wellness programs to going back to teaching one-on-one -on -one private sessions, I didn't want people in our home. And my yoga room is great. It has its own entrance from the outside. So it made sense, but I still was nervous to have people in our house. And I wasn't sure how that would work with being in such an enclosed space. And there was so much to worry about. And so I had been bringing all of my clients to the greenhouse and there's plenty of space in the greenhouse. This greenhouse is not your typical greenhouse. It's huge. Um, my husband, that was a gift from him to me. Oh gosh, I don't know how long ago now. <laughs> um, and when I got my yoga certification, my gift from him was a yoga trapeze. So it has this beam in there with this yoga trapeze and it's a really nice Zen space. And so I've been bringing my clients in there. And all of a sudden I had this aha moment um, about a week ago. And I, my thought was, well, what if, why do I own essentially three spaces that are completely mine? The office is mine and I'm just allowing you to use a corner of it. The yoga room is mine. The greenhouse is mine. I was like, no wonder he doesn't feel that he could have a keyboard, where would he put it? And so I was like, what if we just consolidate the spaces? My husband has his own side business, um, doing architecture, residential architecture. And since the pandemic that has actually taken off really well for him. And so we're kind of at this crossroads of he may need to see clients in person, and he may need to hire on some help. And so he's going to need a space that he can meet with people. And to save money, why wouldn't it just be at our house? But same thing again, right? I'm like, oh, people in our house and this and that. And so I came up with this idea that we move my 
yoga room inside our house to the greenhouse. We clean up the greenhouse really well and we make that a yoga studio. So not only is it a greenhouse, but it's a studio. It's a space that we can use. I can use year round. And when I want to do my own personal practice of yoga, um, my, uh, my current office, if I rearranged it in a way I could still get a yoga mat in here. Then when I'm teaching wellness, because a lot of times with my wellness coaching, um, I will give people a few yoga moves that will really help with digestion or anxiety or things like that. So I need to be able to show them because most of my clients are virtual. And so I need to be able to show them quickly how to do a couple poses and things. And so I was like, why don't we just consolidate? Why don't we turn my yoga room into your own personal office? It has that own, that separate entrance I talked about, and it could be a whole space just for you. And it would also mean you could fit a keyboard in there. So that whole long story brings us back to the keyboard. So he gets super excited, <laughs> completely lights up. And I was like, yeah, um, so this is the week of Thanksgiving and he was supposed to take this whole week off and we were going to build the fireplace this week. While things happened with his work and they aren't able to let him take off this week completely. And so then with shipping and all of that, our actual new insert for our fireplace hasn't even come yet. So we can't even start. And so he, yesterday, I tell him this yesterday morning, I was like, these are just my ideas. I was like, maybe we could do it, you know, at the end of this week after we get the fireplace and stuff done. And he just looks at me and goes, why can't we just do it right now? And that's how I knew he was super excited. And this idea had landed well, and he was excited. He's not one to get all excited like I would about something. And so I knew this was like, this is a good gift. <laughs> so we did that all yesterday. And as we're doing that, I'm posting on social media. I'm like, I posted, oh, big things are coming. Um, we're saying bye-bye to the yoga room. And <laughs> I left it at that because then we started like working and doing stuff and moving things around. And it got <laughs> to the point where the messages I was getting was everyone asking if it was a nursery. And that <laughs> was quite hilarious to me. Um, I am not somebody who wants children or has any desire to go down that route at all. And then this year with the pandemic has confirmed my decision of not having children. Um, and so I found that just very funny that on social media, you, you know, you see things, you think this. And so everyone just assumed that's what was happening. And it kind of goes to show on a whole other topic, but you don't always know someone or society's idea of how everyone should live is not how everyone wants to live. Um, and there's nothing wrong with children. I'm just not the right choice for me. And so getting back to rounding up here into my point of change, another friend comment, she was like, well, you guys are always changing up your spaces. And that had me thinking and I was wondering to myself, man, do we change up our spaces all the time? Are we just that uncontent with where we live and where we're at? Is this like an uncontent thing that we're doing? And as I was thinking about it, I came to the realization that the changes we make and the amount of times we change up space or move things around is going with the flow of what's coming at us. 
um, instead of being scared or nervous or confused about what's happening, we're kind of just going with it. And so all of these changes, having starting with having a new fireplace that we want to put in, well, yes, we've changed up that whole living area, we should really invest in putting in a real fireplace in that living room. We should make that a permanent thing in the house. It would make sense. It goes with everything else. It would flow well. And then having my husband move into my office, well, it made sense. There was a pandemic. He needed a spot. We didn't have one. I gave him one. And as his business is growing and my business is growing, it just makes sense that we each have our own complete separate spaces and we have the room to do it. So why not do it? So I was just thinking about all these ideas of change and how we get stuck in these ruts of change that change is always difficult or it's always hard or it's always happening or, you know, it's kind of this like ongoing dreading thing. And in fact, change can also be liberating, right? My husband was so excited. He lit up. He was very excited. He loved the idea, went, I mean, wanted to do it right away. This idea that this change was actually a positive thing, that it was something that would help further along his business, would give him something that was all his. So I think it's this idea, and I keep talking about this, I feel like on every podcast, is everything is medicine and everything is poison, right? Too much of one thing isn't great. Too much of another isn't great either. We need to find that happy balance and maybe change is that balance, that going with the ebbs and flows, the changes is the balance. It's the balance between all of this. Had we stayed the way we were, could we make that work? Could we make it work that he see clients in the house or rent an office space or whatever? I'm sure we could. We would be going with that flow, right? But this flow just felt more natural, more easeful, and more like us. Changing up spaces when we need to, moving things when we need to, going with the flow as it comes at us, um, kind of working and weaving through that. So I don't know if any of that resonates with anyone else, um, but if it does, I hope that's helpful to kind of think of change in different ways that it can be this beautiful ebb and flow with the ocean. Sometimes it's rocky, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a smooth sailing, and other times it's not, but it's that idea that with going with the flow, with the change and moving and changing when you need to is how we grow, it's how we learn, it's how we experience life. It's part of the experiences that we go through and too much of one thing is not good for us, but too much of another isn't either. Finding that balance and maybe change is that balance. If you like these podcasts, please like and subscribe. I release one every Monday and Thursdays I release a guided meditation. I thank you for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your day.